0: Welcome, adventurers, back to Mage Hand High Five. I'm your host, Casey Pappas, and with me, ranked from least to most concerned, the FBI would be, after looking at their search history. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that one just sort of Just rolls
1: right off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs>
2: You found your way back. Yeah. <laughs> you know hey,
0: you know what, guys? Shut up. Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> all right. I'm going to say it before I rank this. Y'all are all like real close. <laughs> I think the FBI is almost equally concerned with your search Everyone's histories. On a list. It's a race to the okay. bottom. As three separate DMs. The FBI is concerned about all three of you. It's just like margin, like margin. Okay.
1: Robin Langenhop. Really? Oh. <laughs> the least? All right. Robin Langenhop, pronouns they, them. Um, I have definitely read up on a whole lot of murder stuff. Hayden has committed several murders, so that's its own thing, but has no search history because there's no internet in the Wild West. Max Weinberg.
3: Uh, I think that's fair. Uh, I'm Max, playing Stumpsteinling. I've searched some weird shit up before, but I don't know if it's concerning to the FBI. <laughs> Stump, on the other hand, if there was the internet, would probably be on an FBI watch list. <laughs> was- and Sarah McStay,
2: Sarah McStay playing Salome Briar and uh, a lady never tells. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> How to Excellent. embezzle from my own spouse?
3: That absolutely sounds like you have been contacted by the FBI about your search history.
0: Uh, last time, last time, <laughs> <laughs> on which <a minute. laughs> <laughs> <That> time?
1: <laughs> Their little character in voices matter.
0: Our adventurers found themselves in the midst of a frenzied mob. After a few successful saving throws, they rushed into the town hall. Hayden faced off with the mage, and Salome was backstabbed by Luther, seeing the specter again as she fell. Philomena revived her, and the group took out the mage, ending the spell over the town. Luther smashed the amulet, Hayden knocked him unconscious, and the bodyguard took himself out. When we last left off, Salome caught a glimpse of the specter kneeling beside the body of the mage. Oh, yeah, the tassels. <laughs> He's
2: got tassels. <laughs> to tass- ceiling. These
0: tassels
1: <laughs> go all the way to the floor, my friend. <laughs> They're gorgeous. Okay,
0: So uh, <laughs> as we're beginning, I have two things that I want to clarify as a DM. First, who's wearing the stranger's hat of disguise? Hayden.
2: I think Hayden. I gave it back to Hayden. Yeah.
0: Okay, great. Second, Salome, are you still wearing Professor Portin's mustache? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Full mustache,
0: like, like uh, I do not know a Salome. Eh? I do
1: not. Know <laughs> where yeah, Casey, the, where did, you roll, the Salome? did
0: you roll? Did you roll
3: an insight check to see if um to see if Luther recognized Salome through the disguise?
0: <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I rolled a six, and yes, he did notice Salome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It probably helped that Stump was like, "Hey, Salome." <laughs> I'm not Salome. I'm my twin, Dolome. Hayden,
2: I don't think he'll recognize me. You can have the hat back,
1: <laughs> girl. No, no, that's not how this works.
2: No, I will say as soon as 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 Hayden is as Hayden Ugh. is choking Luther to the ground <laughs> with his own ascot, I think Salome like awkwardly pulls the mustache off of her face, it- <laughs> having forgotten it was there. Hey,
0: are, are you going to keep that? No, you can have it. Okay, thanks. Yeah, of course. Why did you say it like you were going to eat it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. Yeah, are, you gonna <laughs> are you going to keep that? Thanks. I'm- <laughs> Who are you, Philomena? Yeah, where's Philomena in all this? Okay, <laughs> this train is getting back on track. Where y'all all are now? You're in this room. It's a it's a small sort of like study. Luther is on the floor, just passed out. Ascot cinched tight around his throat. <laughs> passed out. Ascot up. <laughs> God.
1: Face down. Ascot up.
0: Y'all. <laughs>
2: Can't, no. can't keep going, what
1: happens? This is supposed Jesus. to be real dramatic.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Um,
1: <laughs> I think Hayden is um, stepping bit- away for a moment to try and <laughs> compose himself and looks out over the crowd just to see like what's going on down there, sees the the corpse of the bodyguard <laughs> oh. that just fully jumped off at the end of last session. What does it look like out there? Like, how are people looking?
0: Yeah. So uh before we get to that, the body of the drow uh mage off to the side, the shattered remains of the amulet are on the floor. Uh Hayden, you go to the window? Yes. This window does not actually face the front of the building. Once you exit this room, you take a left and down that hallway is sort of is like the balcony overlooking where the crowd is. So from this window, uh, you'd be able to sort of see the alley, uh, but you would kind of have you'd be hard pressed to see too much of what's going on around the front of the building. You do look down below and see the broken body of the bodyguard. Just yes. at the foot of this wall, body crumpled like he's, he's dead. Roll a perception check to see if you can see anything at the front of the building.
1: That's a 14. Okay, with a 14, you're able
0: to catch glimpses of people sort of moving to and fro. You can't really catch a good view of what's going on, though. Okay. Like, you, you see movement, but not you're not able to clarify what's happening.
1: Well, friends, I believe that there's enough chaos going on outside that no one's really going to be peeking in here anytime soon. But I'm a little concerned about the state of the town, for one thing.
0: Uh, Fi- Philomena actually pipes up and says, "Listen, we all got beef with this guy, and that's great. And normally, I'd be I'd be down for like a good old bloody interrogation, but..." Um, there's, like, a lot of people injured out there, and I want to go see if I can help them because, uh, you know, I couldn't do anything about Ford Falls, and Providence is, you know, the next town over. So I'm going to I'm gonna go outside, see if I can help. Uh, if that Professor Portin's around, maybe I can twist his arm and get him to donate a couple potions for the cause. Make sure he gives you the good ones. <laughs>
1: Does it know which ones are the good ones? Come on now,
0: I'll, I'll set fire to his fucking wagon. I don't give a shit. I, be- I do believe
1: that.
2: I was just going to say I take a, uh, I, I, like write a little note and wrap it in some of the briars from my holy symbol that, and just say, um, the town needs a real healer. Time to be one, Maggie. And then wrap it in the thorns and give it to Philomena to give
0: to Portant. Philomena takes that and goes, All right, um, I'll be back. Y'all, y'all have have fun. <laughs> and then leaves.
3: Uh, <laughs> Stump goes, (laughs) cracks his knuckles and just goes, so, uh, are we ready to begin?
2: Y'all ask him whatever questions y'all need answered, and then let me know when he's no longer useful to you.
3: Perfect. Can I, I guess probably with the help, because he's a full-size person, can maybe Hayden help me tie Luther to a chair, like his hands behind the chair and ankles to the chair? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, one of of y'all roll, just to see how, how tight these knots get.
2: That's a 24 for Hayden
0: yeah you got it
2: <laughs> before they wake him up, I just stand behind him like sword, ready to fucking stab him, okay,
3: so before I wake Luther up, I've scooped the amulet, and I wanna kind of just pat him down, kind of like more of like not like to loot the loot his body but like look for anything you know of of importance or on him sure
0: yeah you you pat him down, um you pat down his legs, you don't get anything, you pat down his torso. There is something in his breast pocket. You pull it out. It is a cigarette case and a lighter. Actually, you know what? Roll investigation. Ooh. Let's see how well you do. It's a 23. It's a 23. Oh. Okay. It <laughs> it's my best skill. You pull out a sending stone.
2: Oh. Is this a situation where there's someone on the other end of it?
0: Yeah, so basically, sending stones, they come in a pair, and each of them allows you to send, cast sending to the bearer of the other stone. You send a message of, like, 25 words to another creature. Okay. Uh, you pat down his arms. On his right wrist, there is a contraption built to where if... Uh, like as an object interaction, he would be able to spring load a revolver into his palm.
3: <gasps> oh, I'm absolutely taking that. Oh, oh, that's
2: sick. What?
0: I'll say it's not really a revolver. It's like a Derringer and it fires a single shot. Oh, that's Love cool.
3: It. So uh, now that I've got
1: all that stuff, are y'all ready to to start this? As ready as we're going to be
2: yeah give me that uh give me that cigarette case though i'm gonna take one of his cigarettes and smoke it while they're doing the interrogation <laughs> <laughs> i smoke it real close to his face though i'm just like just I, salome's never once picked up a cigarette in her life so she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like
3: <laughs> stump just winds up and slaps the shit out of luther to wake him up <laughs> yeah he wakes up he
0: goes
1: oh morning sunshine <sighs>
0: Okay. I figured this might happen.
1: What, you losing? Because, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what happened.
0: No, you waking me back up in order to get get some answers from me.
1: So, Spill. Uh,
0: first, I propose a deal. Hear me out. I'll answer your questions truthfully if you answer my questions truthfully. You're going to kill me anyway, so...
2: Yeah, so what the hell is it to you that you get your questions answered?
0: It's more for my own edification.
2: Luther, what kind of position do you think you're in?
0: Uh In one that I have nothing to lose.
1: Luther? Yes? I have a, an alternative deal for you. You give us sufficient information that we can prevent such an occurrence from happening again. You give us something really juicy. I'll let you walk out of here.
0: He's rolling insight on that. Are you... Do you need to roll deception? Or are you telling the truth?
1: I mean, Hayden might let him walk out. I'm yeah, going as, to- a, as, a,
0: as a DM, as a DM, the character will not know this knowledge.
1: I worded that very carefully, oh boy. but I think that... There's still deception involved.
0: You'll let him walk out of here. You'll shoot him outside. <laughs> I'll let him walk out of here. I feel like that's part
3: of the bluff, though.
0: Yeah, I, like I think that's, that's
1: part of the bluff. So on my first roll, um, I rolled a six on the die, but I'm using the inspiration you gave me. Hey. and <laughs>
0: got a oh, nat 20. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey. You got a nat 20? <laughs> I did. All right. Let's see how he does. He looks at you and he says, right.
1: The stranger keeps their word, friend. I'm aware of the stranger.
0: And the two of you, you'll let me walk out of here alive? They'll do what I tell them. That's not an answer. It is
2: from
1: me. Well.
2: Like you said, Luther, you ain't really got shit to lose. So I think you're going to answer our questions. And if we decide to let you walk out of here, we decide to let you walk out of here. And if you got questions to ask, you can go on and ask them, but I don't know that we're going to answer.
0: Well, we'll just see how this goes, won't we? Do you mind if I have a cigarette? Seeing as how you've helped yourself to them already.
2: I put one I put one in his mouth and don't light it.
0: But don't light it? Cool. <laughs> yeah. He's like okay. <laughs> great. Uh, are are there
2: questions?
3: No, we're just going to shoot the shit. We wanted to get to know you a little bit before we killed you. Like tell us about your life great. before you. Can- of course there's going to be questions. Slaps him again.
0: <laughs> He's like this is great. Have y'all ever interrogated someone before?
3: Oh, have we ever interrogated anybody before?
0: Yeah. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Point of order. So, here just among us, we have the Stranger. We have Salome Jameson. Mm-hmm. And we have whoever you are. <laughs> um. Hayden, look. Wait. You two. Salome. Did you tell your companions who you are?
2: They know more about who I am than you ever will, Luther.
0: That's not an answer.
2: Look, Stump, Hayden, I'm, I'm so sorry. I will tell you everything you need to know as soon
0: as we're out of oh, here. Oh, I'll tell you everything you need to know right now. You two are in the traveling company of Jameson Royalty. As a matter of fact, her husband runs the damn company. Isn't that right, Mrs. Thaddeus Jameson?
2: <laughs> Luther, you know what? You know what? Something just occurred to me. You got no fucking idea where Thaddeus is, do you?
0: That throws him off. He says, I... uh, He's in threed.
2: (laughs) Stump, Hayden, you know what? I think I owe the both of you two apologies. I mean, on the one hand, I maybe could have told you who I... Who I used to be, but I didn't think it was all too relevant. On the other hand, I made way too big a fuss about coming into Providence, because... Here I was, so worried that you could just blow up my entire life in half a second, and you don't know jack shit about anything. (laughs) Oh, honey, it makes sense, though. I guess you ain't important enough for the family to tell you anything. I mean, you should hear the way they talk about you. It's like you're some little sweet little lapdog just following Thaddeus around. Luther, you ever think they were going to give you that promotion? I just think they like watching you do tricks.
0: He, like, you see him visibly start, like, fuming.
1: Hayden was momentarily there just, like, trying to hold a neutral face in the reaction to Salome Jameson. But now they're just so, like, obviously beaming of, like, yeah, that's my friend right there. (laughs) (laughs) Knocking it out of the park. I love (laughs) it.
3: Stump is just standing there, kind of like also like a foot away from this conversation, like awkwardly close to this conversation that's happening. And it's just kind of like mouth wide open, just like holding his like vial of truth serum that he's ready to use. And it's just like, what?
2: Stump, I'm done talking to this man. Ask him what you're going to ask him.
3: Uh, Yeah, let's, uh, hey, dude. So, okay, so I don't got to use this, do I? And I hold up a vial.
0: No. I'll tell you everything you need to know. Okay. Why Ford Falls? The opportunity just... landed in our laps. How often do you get a town that is actively a drain on company finances that is sitting on a gold mine? There's... something of value in the mines.
1: What, the red door?
0: Oh, so you're just asking questions you already know. Here's what I really want to know. Sure. And he pulls out the
3: medallion from his neck, his his amulet, and goes, What is
0: this? Luther is shocked, and he goes, Where did you get that? Had it for a while. That's fascinating. What does yours do?
3: They do different
0: things. E- yes. You. I mean, you... You saw what the one that I had did. Yeah,
3: I didn't know if mine could also do that if I had to, like, go do-do-do-do-do and, like, click it in a different way before I
0: click this button. I have no idea. It might. Might not. I don't, I don't, know, I what don't know what this one does, does either.
3: Should I just click it? I don't know. I don't know what this one does. <laughs> <Should> <laughs> he sort just of it? In this
0: chair. He's like, I mean, if you're willing to take that chance, I mean. You could, you could kill us all. Or, I don't know, we could have said we
3: could become gods. I don't know. Why don't we go find out? together. I'm just going to go ahead and put my what foot are down on this
1: right one. Now? Let's not find out together right <laughs> now in this moment. There might be a more opportune time elsewhere.
0: <laughs> you want to get nuts. <laughs> I'm <laughs> interrogating nuts. someone who's
3: already telling us an answer. Um, so you don't know anything. So what's with the red
0: door? Why listen. This is going to sound like a lie. Try me. I'm not entirely sure what's behind the door. I Only no. The miners thought that there was a god behind the door. But let me ask you a question. What separates a man from a god? Phenomenal cosmic power? I was going to say power, but yes. (laughs) With enough power, any man can become a god. Create a vast enough gap in power between two men, and one will call the other a god. The door was a god them because it was held a power unlike anything we'd seen
3: was the was there anything weird about the mage or unique like a like a specific like cult that i might that we might not recognize or kind of like that she wasn't bearing any sort of insignia i guess my other question with this is where'd you get it where'd you get yours i was given it by who friends at jameson which friends? We could do this all day, buddy. Which friends? Tell me a name.
0: What, do you want a list of names? Yes. I, would I was like given this. Yes. I was... All right. All right. <laughs> I was given it by Thaddeus Jameson.
2: So he knew about Ford Falls and Providence.
0: My dear, who do you think came up with the idea? <sighs> I think we got to pay him a visit eventually. I think you should.
2: Oh, Salome is just gripping the sword at her side.
0: Any other questions?
2: Well, you and Thaddeus never really struck me as religious people. So why the red-eyed god? What's it mean to you?
0: The red-eyed god means nothing to me. It's a moniker beset by fools who knew no better. Whatever's behind the door is a power conduit. It is, I believe, something left behind by... Ancient people. Long ago. People we don't even know about. I think it was left here for a reason. And I think it was meant to be discovered by people who had the means to use it.
2: Did Thaddeus tell you where he got the amulet, or did you not matter enough for him to tell you that either?
0: He didn't feel the need to bother me with that information. (laughs) Okay. But to be fair, I didn't ask. So maybe that one's just on me. I have a question, if I may. What? Salome Jameson. It's Briar. Little gnome man. And the stranger. I guess I'm just wondering, how did Jameson manage to attract the ire of Courtois? I mean, you were hired to come after me. You just (laughs) fucked up our train ride. This question's for them. (laughs) So stranger, what... What did we do? What did we do wrong?
1: Are you really trying to make it seem like you don't know why someone would want you dead?
0: Not someone. Courtois. Because we all know, we all know that you're on Courtois' payroll.
1: Can I roll, like, a history check or some set of check to know who Courtois is? Roll a history check.
0: This is going to be a little high because of reasons. Can I?
2: Would it be helpful to roll, like, because I have a courtier background, so, like, I kind of know, like, who the major players are in, because I was a Jameson.
1: This seems like more of an everybody rolls straight roll rather than us helping each other.
0: I think everyone rolls straight. It's going to be a high check for all of you just because of the circles that this person moves in.
1: Uh, Hayden got a four. Eleven.
3: (laughs) I got a seven.
2: (laughs) How's how's an eleven treat (sighs) you?
0: I'm sorry, gang. Courtois doesn't really ring any bells. However, I will say that in and of itself means something. Because all three of you moved through different circles or moved through different circles in threed. And this person was not a recognizable figure in any of them. Okay. So Luther sort of looks at you like, how did we fall out?
1: I don't care too much about the why when I take jobs. But I will say in this particular instance, you have fucked up my day quite a bit. And I would love to know why you were worth so much trouble. So if you care to enlighten me... Maybe you did something bad enough that'll make me want to go back to Courtois with some of my own questions.
0: Roll persuasion?
1: Okay. 16. He thinks
0: about that for a second. And he goes, it's just interesting. Because from what I've heard, everyone was on good terms. But, uh, your presence... Is
1: troubling
0: to certain business relationships.
1: What? Because I'm after you instead of killing a collection of random orphans. I did hear about that. What the fuck?
0: You're here, you're here judging me, and you're the one wiping out dins of street urchins.
1: What the fuck? Hayden's face is not moving. History's history, but goddamn, history is very present for some people. Anyway,
0: all that aside, another question. Salome, were you actually visiting relatives when I ran into you on the station that day? Or was that just a complete fabrication to cover the fact that you were running from your husband?
2: I don't understand why somebody can't do both. I guess you gotta have somewhere to run to. It's
0: fair. At that moment, y'all hear it. Stop. from the doorway
1: is it philomena
0: what <laughs> well, you look what? over philomena is like peeping in the doorway and is like Psst,
3: stop okay. Okay. okay you over yeah. I, I go <laughs>
0: over to her hey i'm real sorry about like interrupting the the interrogation i hope that y'all are getting a lot of really cool things going yeah, and we... maybe like y'all are you know slapping people around and
3: I mean, we are. I've had to do surprisingly little, like, you know, pressure in this interrogation. I was really kind of hoping to, like, you know, bust out the old moves, but I didn't really have to, which was, I guess, a little nice in my new, you know, turned oh. over leaf.
0: I mean, that's too bad, but, I yeah, mean, it's like, kinda, it's a, hey, listen, even if the guy's cooperating, you can still slap him around, right? Oh, don't worry, I slapped him a couple oh, times. Oh, okay, great. Well, at least you got something in. Uh, but, yeah, what's up? <laughs> uh, question. <laughs> I, I, I had a question for you. Okay. Um, Is your last name Steenling? yeah okay I just wanted to make sure because uh, I was getting people situated, which is actually going really well by the way uh we got a lot of people set up in the saloon and and the town doctor got by with relatively little maiming uh all things considered uh so it's we're staying dead. positive uh, okay yeah a lo- lot of people aren't dead uh I was good. even That's able good. to to convince the professor to to offer up some potions um Salome's Uh, convincing went went a long way it worked out really well so everything's going pretty well out there that's awesome good good to hear what was i saying i don't know you asked me my last name and then told us it was going well oh yeah okay well while i was getting everything set up about 20 roughneck guys pulled up on horses and started shouting for for a guy named stump stealing to come outside (laughs) oh shit
3: Perfect. Uh, I, and
0: uh, they, they sort of came up to me and asked me if I was the one who was in charge. And I told them that I was. And they said, where's Stump? And I said, who? And they said, Stump Steenling. And I said, Stump Steenling? And they said, yeah, Stump Steenling. And I said, I don't really know anybody by that name. And I don't think anybody has ever gone by that name. So y'all should probably just go home and go to bed. And then I ran in here. What? Can I just ask, uh, what did what their leader kind of look like? Yeah, he was sort of like this dark cloaked figure had a scar over one eye great was a dude Uh, um and i'll I'll say like i think they bought it stump you hear from down the hall stump steenling
3: who i know you're in there i do non-lethal i (laughs) i don't know who this is but we're making sure it's not me so i'm gonna um Non lethally grab a dagger and stab Luther to knock him out again, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm going to cast disguise self
0: to look like a halfling. Okay, y'all are interrogating Luther. Stump, you come running in and you just <laughs> whack, slam Luther over the head, knock him, knock him out cold. <laughs> Salome and Hayden, you just watch us. Uh, as Stump makes the executive decision to end this interrogation here and now.
1: Stump, I had several follow-up questions to make just then. Yeah. I don't know what... He's
0: not dead. He's not dead. We'll get to yeah.
1: it. Uh, uh, all right. Is something happening? Do we need to be going somewhere? Apparently, there's 20 guys looking for me.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. It's not usually a good thing when 20 guys are looking for you.
2: You need to get out of here?
0: Yeah, and you trans- you transform into a little halfling man.
2: I mean, we can finish this up quick and meet you downstairs. Do we need to throw bodies in the closet?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would say we want to, uh, we
3: could probably just throw them behind the desk
0: right now. From the from the open window and from the hallway, like from both sides, you sort of hear a, a shout coming from the front of the building that says, Stump Steenling, I'm going to give you for, to the count of 10. And then we're burning this fucker down. Um, 10. <laughs> nine. <laughs> Uh, who is, um, uh, so, uh, who is it? Do you say this from the side window, or do you run over to the balcony? Uh, from the side window. C- um, can I help you? You peek out the side window, but, like, it's sort of, like, 30 feet down the alley. You see some <laughs> riders on horses. However, they're sort of facing the front of the building, so you're not able to get a good view of what's going on.
3: Then I'll, I'll go to the the front, the balcony.
0: Yeah. You go over to the balcony. Um, do you go out onto the balcony, or are you staying inside? Yeah, I'll walk out. Okay. You walk out onto the balcony, as the guy's saying, Dude! What I'm here. How how could I how, how could I help you? You see like at least 20 people on horses. Some of them have torches, uh, some of them have swords, some of them have crossbows. The leader is this guy with a big old scar across his face. And he says, Who the fuck are you? Well, I'm Stump Steenling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to give the help action on whatever role <laughs> Max is about to have to make, I hear this and walk out of the door and put my arm around Stump and go, Stump, honey, what, are, what in God's name are all these people looking for you? We
0: I'm not really We barely just got sure. out here with
2: our lives, but
0: what are y'all doing? The guy sort of, like, turns to one of the other guys, and the guy shrugs, and he looks back and he goes, wait, you're, wait,
3: is your name Stump Steenling? Yeah, my name is Stump Steenling, I don't, uh, what's your name?
1: It's
2: a pretty common name. Wait,
1: what the? I'm gonna transform into an old halfling, and step out and say, why are you yelling for my son? (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me, my name is Trunk Steenling, and I would like to know <laughs> why are you yelling for my son?
0: Uh okay, hold hold on, old timer. Hold on. We're we're talking to we're talking to you, stump. Hey. Okay, yeah. How can I help you? We're here. Cause uh well fuck. I mean, do we <laughs> <laughs> he sort of turns to the other guy and that guy puts his head in his hands and he goes? Uh, okay, alright, hold on. There, there can't be, like, ten stump steenlings running around. Like, that's not a common name. All right. Well, you don't think anybody has the same name? Hand, hand over the amulet.
1: I mean, son, did you steal some sort of amulet to give to your new wife? Well, I mean, that's very vague.
2: Yeah, sorry, darling, you're gonna have to be a little more specific.
0: It's like a magic one. It's got like a little glowing stone in the middle of it. It's like kind of metal. <laughs> oh,
2: that sounds nice. Like
0: a like a silver like you, <laughs> you would know it if you saw it. It's not just like a, a run-of-the-day amulet. It's like a it's it's like a cool amulet.
2: I mean, I oh, have this real um, pretty one with a little moonstone inside of it. I, I can
0: no, uh, just like uh, fish a necklace listen, out. <laughs> la- lady, I appreciate you trying to help, but that's not what we're looking for.
1: My late wife had a lovely brooch. <laughs> I can get it from my cabinet. Jesus. It was a what, real beautiful brooch. <laughs> we're the Steenling family. Jesus, are you
0: sure you're Stump Steenling? We were looking for like Stump Steenling of the Hazak gang. Well, I think I think think I I think I saw something
3: similar to what you're describing. And I, I, I have to go. Let me go grab it. And I turn to go in and I whisper to Salome. Yo, give me like two minutes. Cover for me.
2: Oh, you got it, sweetheart.
3: <laughs> and I go back inside and take a minute to cast identify on the broken amulet <gasps> oh okay but it takes Smart. a minute to cast it
1: so let me tell you about my late wife <laughs> and her bro <brother. laughs> <laughs> Oh, y'all might want to sit down for this one. You see, we were going on a little trip down to a town called Sweet Lake. I love and- Sweet Lake. Oh, y'all never told me you went down to Sweet Lake. <laughs> well, I proposed to her in the gazebo in the town square. And I, I got down on one knee. But you know, that knee, that I I had a war wound there. <laughs> I took an arrow to the knee. and So it was a little difficult for me to get down into that position. Oh, and- yeah, that must have been real tough. The, I the know, whole t-
2: I know how much that knee bothers you when it rains out.
1: Well, I tried to get down. So it's think there there was a weakness in the planks of wood. And when I went to lean down, and I leaned down awkwardly because of my wall wound, and I just went right through the plank and I fell down underneath the gazebo. And apparently some some woodland creature had been Putting little trinkets down in there. No. Was there a little wedding ring in there? Oh, a brooch! There that's should where the brooch have been a wedding from. ring that would have made more sense to this story. But I said brooch earlier, so I'm sticking with brooch. And
2: y'all found that brooch that day, and that's how. That's how Memo Stealing got her brooch.
1: That's how Memo Stealing got her brooch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all never told me about this. This is amazing. See, honey, I look at the I look at the twenty armed people. See, honey, that's what you get for just sitting down and listening to a good story. The wisdom of the elderly, I tell you.
0: The 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 <laughs> head guy, the head thug, just like has his head in his hands.
2: <laughs> Hold on one second, honey. I'm so sorry. Stump's kind of rattling around in there trying to see what he can find. This place just had a whole kerfuffle a minute ago, so we got to take a second to figure things out. Hey, you, Papaw,
0: you got any more stories? With y'all being beyond a minute in actual time, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that, um, Stump, you cast it on the amulet. I will say that the spell just doesn't go through because the amulet is no longer magical because it is broken. Mm. Um, so you don't waste a spell slot. The spell just doesn't work. Right. How similar does it look? I mean, obviously it's
3: really broken, but is there any kind of just similarities to the one that I have?
0: It's pretty, it's pretty similar. Uh, You, you, upon close inspection, notice that the like runes around the outside, these runes differ from, Okay. From amulet to amulet.
1: So, unfortunately, in the end, the <laughs> <Jesus. an> armadillo <laughs> took the wedding ring, but did let me keep the brooch. So, it became a sort of wedding brooch. It's a little non-traditional.
3: <laughs> Stump comes back. Oh, thank St- God. <laughs> Stump comes back and uh, goes, so I was able to find this. It looks like, you know, it was in a room with some, you know, some bodies from the, from the fight that happened out here. It, so, it is a little broken, but I... It, Throw it to you if you want. Wait, really? You just you just gonna hand it over? I mean, I don't. It doesn't look like it's gonna do anything. It's broken. It looks Eddie, broken. Wait, to wait, me. You can bring wait, it down oh, hold on, hold to on, you, on, but there's a bookcase on
1: the stairs.
3: Hold it up. I, I hold it up. Shit! Yeah, that kind of looks then like. I fa- it. And then I and then I fake to go press the button. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. It's hey, oh, yeah. broken though. It's not gonna do anything. Uh,
0: hey, oh, all right, just toss it down.
3: I'm gonna just. As I toss it, just click the button in case it does something. Still,
0: you click the button. Uh, the The button is kind of smashed, like mm-hmm. it's sort of like cracked glass at this point. But you click it, and like nothing happens as the as it tumbles through the air.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> the guy snatches it out of the air on a really good dexterity saving roll, <laughs> catches it, sort of looks at it, and goes, "Yeah, uh, I think this is." I think this is the thing. Okay. um, That was a, that was a lot easier
3: than I thought it was going to be.
2: We like to be hospitable in Providence. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, do you want to just, do you want to like fight a little bit? It kind of seems like grandpa here is a real good fighter. I you mean, wanna just like fight a little bit. Cause you, cause you, cause listen, it like I, you I came here. I prefer here for to one. do it
1: sitting down because I, you see my knee. It really bothers me these days. <laughs> uh,
0: lo- look, I don't want to fight an old guy and y- y'all seem nice. This is fucking weird. Uh, I guess we're just gonna... As he's about to say, I guess we're just going to go. Stump, you see a figure emerge from the alley behind them. Oh, no. This figure is easily seven feet tall and clad head to foot in plate armor. Oof! yikes. They have a tower shield in one hand. And a shotgun in the other. Branded across the tower shield is Jameson Company. Oh, hell. Behind this guy emerges two more. Stump. As you see these guys, it clicks in your brain. The fire you saw outside of town. People seemingly waiting. These massive armored men ready to go. This is the cleanup crew. They're here to make sure that nobody rats out Jameson. Oof. Because you cannot move stealthily in plate armor, the, ra- the sort of raider guys sort of turn around and go, oh, what the fuck? One of the plate male guys, he doesn't have a glove. His right hand is just a mace. Oof. And he wings on the nearest horseman, smashing the horse's head in instantly. Oh, God. The other raiders go, oh, fuck! And immediately start scattering as these three fully plate mail, like, bastion soldiers start walking towards the town hall.
1: They're coming here for Luther, guys. We need to get moving.
0: Uh, the one with the shotgun holds it and fires at the balcony. Who is at the front? That would be Stump. Stump, what is your AC? 14. Okay, I'll say you're out of range of the shotgun. The blast, like, just sort of scatters around you, but you see, like, like blast holes. Dust shakes from the building as the shots, like, ring past you. You look and see all three soldiers, like, pick up their tower shields and just charge across the street at the door. Uh, Like, they're full-on dashing now.
1: Can you block the door for a second? I need a minute with Luther. Salome, I'll block the door, but I think we need to jump out this window. Yeah, we gotta go. Uh, I'm just gonna kill him real quick.
2: Got it. (laughs) (laughs) As long as I'm not doing it. (laughs) Gotta keep a promise. All right, I run to Luther. I get right up in his face. Okay. I backhand him to wake him up. And I said, Luther, answer me quickly. What were you going to do
0: next? You can't keep slapping me asleep and then waking me up. Like, either kill me or don't.
2: I backhand him again. (sighs) What were y'all gonna do next?
0: What was I going to do next? Uh, Five, four, three. Uh, uh. What's the rush? I, I mean. What's the plan, Luther? What were you gonna do after this? Find out more about the door. There's only one person in the Badlands who knows about these, and that's Doctor Helena Bancroft. Hayden at that moment you see the first like bastion soldier like leaping over the bookcase Shit. on the stairs and is in is fast approaching the top of the stairs where is she we sent we sent a team of investigators to Twin River to interview her to find out what she, what exactly she knows
1: I close and lock the door and then head straight to the balcony to tie a rope off
0: you see a like a, a mace just Embed itself through the door. I was saying, I don't think I've moved, and I
3: am going to. Oh ready... yeah, where are
0: you? I'm still on the balcony. Oh, okay. Moved. Yeah, you you look inside and see that all three have made it to the top of the stairs. I'm gonna ready
3: Tasha's caustic brew because they're all in a motherfucking line <laughs> in this hallway, <laughs> yes, and I'm sure they're line, bad baby. at decks. Also, I'm sure they're hardy, and we can't beat them. But I'm gonna use this. Thing to
0: its best what is uh what's the range on that 30 feet so <laughs> I can hit this hallway okay I will say it's gonna be the last thing I do before I jump off the hallway's <laughs> 30 feet so I'll like I'll let you like run 5 feet in and then you can do it and then yeah, yeah. and then yeah. jump down do it uh so they have to make deck saving throws
3: yeah do they get like disadvantage on deck saves cause they're small cause they're in full plate or is that just for stealth
0: I think that's just for stealth. Okay. What's the target to beat?
3: 14.
0: Okay. One of them saves, two of them fails. Great. That's,
3: I mean, it happens at the start of their turn.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, go for it. They are, like, they are moving right now.
3: Okay. Yikes. Three. But they're also, like, covered in
0: acid that's,
3: like, burning them.
2: Yeah. I mean, you got them in a straight line. Take that victory. I got them in a straight line. Oh, I yeah, got You got them in a straight fucking line, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah two out of three of them like flinch um you see the one like with his with his fist through the door like didn't get hit by it um, and proceeds to just rip the door right off its hinges one of the ones that did get hit turns to you stump and then full on starts charging down the hallway towards you Ooh. uh which is which is the last thing you see as you jump off the balcony
1: <laughs> yeah never mind that rope I'm jumping <laughs>
2: As everybody's jumping off the building, uh, I'm going to walk around to behind Luther and okay. make sure all my companions are gone, which they are, right?
0: If, if uh, yeah, Stump Sump is gone. Uh, Philomena, you have lost track of. You don't know where she is. Hayden, have you jumped out the window? I have jumped. Okay, we'll take some damage here in a second. <laughs> I figured,
2: I'm okay. Okay, I get right into Luther's ear and I say, well, Luther Wainwright, Knowing what I know now about you and Thaddeus and what y'all were up to together. I think one day I'm going to forgive myself for killing that man. But I don't think I can ever forgive myself for marrying him. So in the meantime, I'm going to do the rest of the world a favor and put you in the ground with him. And right now, you're going to die just like he did still never quite believing that I'd have the stomach to do it. And I stab him in the back right where he got me. Yeah. I think it's time for you to stop talking. And he does that like, (sighs) and as he tries to breathe back in, he starts choking and coughing and out of his mouth having filled his lungs, comes loose rose petals. Yeah. And then I jump off the balcony. Um,
0: That happens. Unless you
2: want to say anything. No,
0: So you kill Luther. Like, rose petals cough out of his mouth, and his lungs fill. You see his mouth move as he tries to say... As he tries to get in one more jab, as he tries to say one more thing, and for the first time in his life, comes up speechless.
2: I think I like that sound.
0: A sound that you don't like is the door being ripped off its hinges as this seven-foot-tall behemoth, clad in plate-mail armor, enters the room, ducks down behind its shield, and begins charging you.
2: Oh, goodbye! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i think y'all came you, in here for this and then i'd kick luther's body to him and run out the window
0: <laughs> you jump out the window okay so you all take 2d6 damage as you fall out this window are you fucking kidding i just rolled two sixes
2: oh fuck Solomon's <laughs> down what
0: yeah, you all take 12 damage. I'm I'm, not, I'm sorry. No, it's that okay. That's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, Salome um,
2: drops outside the window.
0: Cure wounds immediately. Okay. We're not there. I'm there. You went out the
1: window? Yeah.
0: Stump, you went out the balcony. I'm Hayden off the balcony. And uh, Salome, you went out the window.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: uh, Hayden, you are there with Salome.
1: Yeah, immediate cure wounds. Okay. Six. Six? Six HP, yeah.
0: Salome, you're back up.
2: Oh, thank you.
0: You see the bastion soldier at the window above you. And then he disappears from the window. And then you see him smash through it (gasps) and take the leap after you. Oh, damn. As he hits the ground next to you, he's also going to take 12 damage. And then Philomena reappears and she goes, we got to go. Yeah, you think? This way. Go, go, go. (laughs) And she... Point. She points around back of the town hall, takes both of your hands, and, like, pulls you after her. I'm going. As you move around, you see sort of the, the backs of all of the buildings just sort of going down the line. At the end of the line of these buildings, you see that it is Charlie and Professor Portons, and they are packing up their wagon to leave.
2: Hey, y'all might want to start packing up a little bit faster.
1: Giant soldier trying to kill us, we need to go. Philomena sorta
0: of holds y'all up real quick and says, I'm staying here. Oh, Philomena, what? Listen. These people here, if when these bat if these Bastion soldiers, you're gonna outrun them. And when you do, they're gonna come back. So I'm gonna try and get as many people out of this place as possible.
1: Nah, you're right. Philomena and Hayden mo- moves in close, grabs Philomena on both shoulders and says I think you are completely insane. You terrify me, but you are the best chance this town has. Thank you. Live through it and find us. All right?
0: You see genuine tears come to her eyes as she says, that's the sweetest thing anybody's ever said to me. (laughs) That's
2: really depressing. (laughs) We got to go, though. (laughs) Hey, thank you for everything, girl. We'll see you
0: down the road. (laughs) As you back up from Philomena, you see the Bastion soldier come running and slam his fist down. At the last second, Philomena disappears, and his fist comes down on nothing.
1: Oh, she's good! (laughs) Stop!
0: Stump, you see the bastion soldier charging towards you as you sort of jump off the balcony, you sort of do a little swan dive. It looks cool as hell as I jump off this balcony. Yeah, you jump off, you give him the double bird. Like,
1: it's
2: incredible. <laughs> it's cool when Stump does it, though, and not silly and stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and none of us are there to witness it.
0: Just an echo of something cool on the wind. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, God damn it! <laughs> you hit the ground, and it hurts. It hurts just a little bit worse than you thought it would. Oh, I'm getting old. Uh, and you see the bastion soldier up on the balcony, like, hit the railing and sort of look down to see you and then back up. Um, Where are you going? Is there like a,
3: a populated? Mm, is there, I don't know, just like the busiest area, not in busyness as in like people, but just busy as in like things. So like structures and ways to.
0: Yeah. Um. <clears throat> there are like. Or I guess the, the closest ta- way to get out of line of sight. Getting out of line of sight is probably ducking into one of the alleys on either side of the building. Let's do it. Great. You duck into sort of the first alley you see, which is the, the one on the right side of the building. And you do. And in the distance, you see Solomon and Hayden run. Uh, you see Philomena disappear as the bastion slams its fist down and uh, proceeds to follow Solomon and Hayden that way. Can I use my? Can I hide as I kind of continue to run towards them? Yeah, I think I think you can you can sort of stealthily move down the alley. Yeah, um, I was going to use my my, my surf Neblin camouflage. Hell yeah, to, to do that. <laughs> Excuse yeah, you. Uh, there's plenty of like crates and barrels that are like bigger than you that would mm-hmm. be easy to hide behind. Should I roll for it? Y- yeah, roll for it. Oh, oh, amazing! Uh, twenty five. Twenty yes. five. Oh yeah. You are moving down this alley, like, stealthily, like, nobody can see you. Um, you do see one of the bastions sort of, like, glance down this alley, looking for you, uh, and then continue. Is the one that was in front of me that just attacked Phil- Philomena still there? It It's running after Solomon and Hayden. I'm going to kind of just head in that direction. Okay, great. Yeah, you bust out of this alley. You look to where they've gone. Uh, you see them running you see the bastion closer to you in the distance you see what they saw you see professor Porton's wagon uh being packed up and you notice that that's the direction they're heading
3: can i can we get some poison damage through all of this as they have this poison on them yeah you know what yeah how, how many rolls of this do i get for some poison damage do they res like do they make the saving throw every turn they
0: have to use an action to scrape or wash it off of themselves or another creature. Oh, they're not doing that. So they're yeah. taking acid damage as this is happening. Uh, yeah, roll some damage. Uh, I will say the one that's running after Hayden and Salome is the one that did not get hit by the damage. Okay. How many, How many like, rounds of damage? I'll say at
3: least three. Three? Okay. That's five, six, six, eleven another four, so 15 damage to each of them. Hell yeah. Okay. Is there any kind of quick way or easy access for me to still continue to go in that direction towards where they are, but to get up? Like, <laughs> can I
0: run along some roofs or something like that? <laughs> um, fuck it. That can happen. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, see, you see a, like, drain pipe mm-hmm. uh, from some, like, gutters. And Mm -hmm. you think that that's pretty climbable. Uh, I'll have you make a... Acrobatics,
3: not athletics.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Roll acrobatics. Uh, That's a 17. Yeah. You scramble up this drainpipe, and now you're on the roof of this building. You see the night around you. Most of these roofs are pretty clear because, like, nobody's storing anything up here. Uh, They're just, like, flat roofs. And you start just, like running your way across, you'll have to make you'll have to make a running jump every time. So I'll say like there are five buildings between here and the end of the block. So uh roll five roll five acrobatics checks. How big are these roofs? How big are the roofs?
3: So so I asked that because if I move at least ten feet immediately before I jump,
0: I can jump eight feet
2: <laughs>
3: without shit. having to
0: make a check. Alright. You know what? I'll allow it. I'll allow eight feet. You don't have to roll. (laughs) You don't have to roll for this. Successfully lawyered. Objection overruled. Litigated. Yeah, you are uh, like, it looks like that scene from Spider-Man one where he's just sort of like running across the rooftops. (laughs) Uh, You're doing that. (laughs) You're running across each rooftop. Just
3: as I kind of get within a reasonable distance, um, As I leap from one building to the next, I'm going to just take out my crossbow and shoot at uh, this big colossal tower guy. Okay. (laughs) And hopefully (laughs) distract him. Roll an attack throw. (laughs) Do I get advantage?
0: Because I'm
3: sneaking and he doesn't see me. I
0: would say that, however, you're also doing this (laughs) (laughs) mid-jump. Okay, what if I'm not doing it mid-jump? Okay, all All right. Yeah,
3: Yeah, I'll I'll give you advantage on this. Great, because that gives me sneak attack. God. That's a nat 20, baby! <gasps> that's a yeet on the yeet
1: dice! Get him! Murder! Okay. Murder! Hits. Yeah. Stump um, needs a win. Um, Stump really <laughs> needs a win. And to think just last week you were pole dancing. <laughs> Man, look how yeah, far he's come. Started from we- the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, okay, so you, uh, yeah, that's 2d8 plus 2d6 plus 4. Okay. Okay. That's gonna be twenty-three damage.
2: Ooh, there it is. Who's
3: ass got That's up now? That's reasonable. Okay.
0: <laughs> Nobody messes with my friends except for me. You launch a crossbow bolt. It sails through the air uh, and strikes the bastion. Like it gets like in this small crevice in its like neck armor. Like just Ooh. it sort of sinks in. Uh, it stops running and turns to look up at you. You see it reach behind and pull a javelin from its back and then it's trying—it's going to try and make an attack throw back at you.
1: Uh, while this is happening, do we know that Stump is up there? Can we hear him like running around on the rooftop? Uh, I will say that probably not, just because there is
0: this colossal seven foot thing coming at you behind you and the didn't
2: Stump shoot at him though?
0: Yeah, it stops up short. So I guess you would notice that the Colossus this colossal thing is not is no longer following you.
1: Um okay. I yell out, Stump, get to this wagon right now. And I um, I'm trying. I run around to the front, um, the front of the the stagecoach, get in position, and I cast Long Strider and tap the horse. So this horse has an extra 10 feet of movement On top of the already impressive horse stats Oh that's so good As soon as Uh, As soon as Stump is on this wagon We're going
0: Stump The bastion rolled a 25 to hit Uh yeah that'll hit And it's going to be 8 points of piercing damage Oh sick I'm still
3: up
2: Okay. Uh,
1: this is wagon. like the
3: most cinematic thing you've seen. Like as he like goes and he's like he runs to the next roof and jumps across as he gets hit with that javelin and it's like slow motion that like part of his body goes back and it's just like whiplash it, and it is, like it, catches you in midair. A silent <laughs> scream emits from
2: <laughs> <laughs> You know what? God he's real kinda elegant <laughs> man <laughs>
0: Incredible. Back to <laughs> Salome and Hayden. Uh, you notice that the bastion like comes up short behind you. Um, y'all are still running to the wagon. Hayden, you run. You run around the wagon. Tap the horse. Give it long strider. And Professor Portness goes, "What the fuck are y'all doing? Taking your wagon?
1: You can come along if you want.
2: Listen, come along with us if you want to. My name is Salome Briar. Maggie and Lila Briar are my aunts. We need to get out of here right now. We your can talk aunts. about it later."
0: Yes, come on, get in the car, get... He he goes, I don't see what... And then he looks up, and at that moment, like, the bastion just nails Stump on the rooftop and then, like, turns, and he goes, everyone hop in. (laughs) You see Charlie, like, runs around to the side to, like, start driving, and the professor, like, reaches up, grabs them, and pulls them off and goes, that's too dangerous, you get in the back.
2: Oh, no, that's sweet. Do we like him now?
0: (laughs) How far away am I from the wagon? I will say that you're probably, just for fun, you've, you're you on the second to last building.
2: Yeah, it's been a loosey-goosey little fake combat. I like it.
0: It's um, fake combat. This is loosey-goosey. This is cinematic. We're not doing initiatives because I just want this to be fast.
2: Yeah, it's fun. I Go like it. 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 It's a lot going on. St- start those
3: horses. And yeah! I'm going to run and leap <laughs> <laughs> onto
0: the the top of the caravan. Great. Um, Solomon and Hayden, you you jump into the back. Charlie follows. Um, As you do, you see this bastion full steam, like charging the back of the wagon with its shield, ready to smash into it. The wagon begins to pull out. As it's pulling out, the bastion is running at it. Uh, Stump, you are jumping off, and I'm going to need you to make the, the biggest acrobatics check of your life.
2: C- can is it possible to like have Hayden and me like prep
1: to catch him and give him the help action? Yeah, I was planning to be out front driving the horse.
0: Oh, oh okay. So you jump into the cockpit, yeah, you know, or, or that sort of upper level, and Professor Portens is already like grabbing the reins and he says, Okay, yeah, you two get in. Sure, I guess. <laughs> do, you, do you handle animals?
1: Uh. Doesn't matter. No time. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you jump on next to him, and the wagon is starting to pull out. And uh, Hayden, you look back and you do see Stump getting ready to jump from the top of uh, Stump's going to jump.
1: I will do Stump's whatever I jump. can to angle the the wagons so that it's in the perfect position for him. All right, I'm gonna we'll try
2: to catch him.
0: Yeah, you grab the reins from and so He goes, "Oh, all right. <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> we'll see the, what
0: happens." The wagon begins <laughs> to angle. I think that. Will give stump advantage. Great. Oh, advantage! Great. So stump
3: jumps mm. and launches onto the top of the caravan. And I guess I should tell you what I rolled because yeah. I guess you set the DC <laughs> pretty high. But is a uh, twenty-one going to make it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the DC
0: was like a seventeen. <laughs>
2: I, I said
0: eighteen on the dice, baby. Oh, oh yes. I, th- I thought you were messing with me. I thought you were like, I
3: was gonna narrate my own like thing as if it was like when the DM like doesn't tell you if you succeed at first, and then I was like, wait a second, I don't know if I succeeded <laughs>
0: no, I'm like, actually,
3: but I'm kind of assuming. So Stump launches off of the roof and. As he lands on in Salome's arms like a child because he's small, um, (laughs) he just turns to look at this big guy and just flips the double bird again (laughs) as he's like cradled like a baby.
2: I got you, sweetheart. Come on.
3: (laughs) Incredible. And I just (laughs) hurt bleeding out of my shoulder profusely at 4 HP. Kind of start to go... Ow, thank you for catching me, Soloway.
2: (laughs) Anytime, dear heart. And I give him a big old hug. (laughs) And as I do, I think I draw my warlock spellcasting focus, Thaddeus Jameson's revolver that I used to kill him. And I pointed at the Jameson bastions and cast Eldritch Blast.
3: They also take six more damage each from poison. The other
0: two bastions take six more damage. This bastion, before you do that, Solomon is going to attack the carriage. Oh shit! <laughs> it, it is mid charge. It smashes into the back of the carriage like full on with its with its shield. Uh, the carriage is going to take a certain amount of damage as he smashes into it. The back of the, like the the door back door of the carriage buckles in, uh, and you hear splintering as it cracks. The carriage pulls out as the bastion draws up short. Salome, you aim. It's an 11 to hit. (laughs) You aim and fire. The Eldritch Blast hits and just glances right off its armor. You'll get him next time, kid.
2: Yeah, you keep saying that.
0: (laughs) As the carriage pulls around, it pulls out into the street and turns to leave town. And as it does... The back swings around to sort of look down the barrel of this um, of this town and you see two the other two bastions full out just hauling ass towards this carriage they are not close enough to catch up to the carriage as it begins to catch up to speed uh, and you see these two are just relentlessly pursuing the carriage over the Bastion, in the distance, you do see the small figure of a woman as she leads people out of the saloon and out of town in the other direction.
1: One day, crazy lady, one day we'll see you again.
0: (laughs) And as you join Professor Portons and Charlie, (laughs) that is where we'll end our session. (laughs)
2: Ah! <laughs> <Ooh, laughs> professor. Oh no, shit. We got to explain that we conned him. Now we got like 150 gold from him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hopefully he won't notice too quickly. Hey guys, how about a high five? <laughs>
1: Thanks so much for listening to episode seven of Mage Hand High Five. Thank you to Jacob Kersner for our wonderful orchestrations and to Shane Smith for our beautiful logo and cover art. Check out our website at www.magehandhighfive.com and look for us on our various social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. We're on Discord. Wherever we may be, we're going to be there at Magehand High Five. Go to your podcatcher of choice. Please, please throw a five-star review our way. It does more than you can possibly imagine. Tell your friends about us. Tell your foes about us. Say it softly into your pillow as you're heading to bed this, on this night and just whisper the hashtag MHH5. And hey, have a good nap. And how about a high five?